focusing on an emerging generation of kings. For over 20 years and counting, I've known this man. I've seen him make sacrifices. I've seen him invest in people. I've seen him grow. I've seen him transform. I've seen him leave out the vision, the work. I've seen him leave in purpose. I've seen him shape up destinies. I've seen him align people's dreams. I've seen him do so much. And as someone that I'm super excited and proud of, someone that the entire house is so blessed to have. When Kings was made or was set up through his vision and all, people began to run with it because of exactly what he carries. The word, the unction, the grace, the oil. I've never for once one day taken it for granted. And people in this house have not even taken it for granted too as well. Prophecies week in, week out. Support systems day in, day out. Prayer month in, month out. A people growing. A people connected. The vision continues. We're so glad to be part of this house and so glad to have a kingdom influencer in himself. A nation builder in himself. A generation connector in himself. I'm talking about none other than a culture shaper. A people person. People centric. A lover of God. A worshiper. A psalmist. A preacher. A teacher. A wordsmith made from heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, please, let's jam our hands together for our very own pastor, friend, prophet, brother, Dami Oluwatoyibo. I know you still have a shout in your belly. Find something in your belly that says thank you Jesus and open your mouth throw up your hands and holla thank you Jesus Father this are grateful people we are so thankful we are so thankful how one small thing can become big can become mighty can become fruitful and productive we can just raise your hands wherever you are and let's glorify him with a sound from your heart thank you Jesus we honor your name Jesus it's okay for you to wave Wave after wave after wave after wave after wave. The glory is here. 
We worship you, God. We worship you, God. Wave after wave after wave after wave after wave. Wave your hands, your glory. Your glory is here. Oh, Lord, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, God. Wave. Your glory is here. Oh, we worship you, God. We sing hallelujah. Simple song for those who are here for the first time. We sing hallelujah. Oh, forever our God. Forever. Yeah. It's better than me. I'm drunk on your love. 
certificate. Hey, hey. You have no birth certificate. Ancient of days. Ancient of days. You have no birth certificate. You have no birth certificate. You have no birth certificate. God has no birthday, has no anniversary. He's eternal. He's eternal. He's you're so big, you're so wide, you're so high, you're so deep, you're too much. You're so big, you're so wide, you're so high, you're so deep, you're too much. You're so big, you're so you're too much, 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 Everybody clap your hands and release a shout from your belly. Yeah. Yeah. Raise the sound of yeah. oh. Hallelujah. 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 Lean over to somebody and if you can afford to give them a high five and not just loan it to them. High five them and tell them congratulations. Tell that person you're a part of history, but more importantly, you're a part of destiny. Hallelujah. Now clap those hands and celebrate God. Yeah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. the voices any longer. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All the men glory to God. All the women glory to God. See men, see how the women are beating you. All the women glory to God. All the men glory to God. Hallelujah. using amplification over there. All the spirit beings, new creature, born again, spirit filled, anointed, equipped, empowered. For there is no male or female in Christ. Shout hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Glory to God. It's been a beautiful, beautiful day. I have been blessed 
have enjoyed myself in my father's presence, in my father's presence, alongside my sons and my daughters and my brothers and my sisters. We just want to honor everybody who has been a part of this. Can we celebrate all of our guest ministers? We have Danny Funshaw open. He's our, our in-house. Where's Danny? Danny Mayo Thompson. Let's just be celebrating as I'm calling. Simidele. I hear that's the right pronunciation. An endless ocean. Day fire. And ladies and gentlemen, about 20 or so minutes, we're going to be having the blessed, anointed, powerful, refreshing, incredible, demon displacing, grace amplifying ministry of SOP. And SOP will put the devil in SOUP. And they will add pepper so it will become pepper soup. Last, last, you don't cast out demons. And every devil go chop. Hallelujah. Why would the devil chop breakfast? Because the Bible says weeping may endure for a night, boy. When do you eat breakfast? If the devil knew, he should have killed you at night. He should have killed you during COVID. He should have taken you out when the car almost hit you. But how many of you know he has given his angels charge over you so that you will not even dash your foot against the stone? He said the Lord that keeps Israel, that keeps kings, he does not sleep, he does not slumber. God does not need coffee to stay awake. And that's the devil's cup of tea. Because I'm God's sugar baby and he calls me honey. High five your neighbor. Tell him the devil lost out. High five your neighbor. Tell that person the devil lost out. I am the salt of the earth, but I also peppered the devil. So you can call me salt and pepper. Are you hearing that? And because I'm green, like a green olive tree, that is peppermint. By the way, if you're waiting for the message, this is, this is it. I play on words, but I don't play with the word. Because it was the word before I learned to play. That's why I can tell the devil, pause. Rewind. Because God is about to take me fast forward. Now... Don't leave me. Well, I'm like the Holy Spirit. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Some of you have been wondering, why are you guys so excited? Are you high? The only weed I take, W-E-E-D, wisdom, empowerment, enlightenment, and the divine nature. I don't smoke weed, but I'm smoking hot. Because the Bible says he makes his ministers flames of fire. Shabbatove Gabatala. 
You see, what the enemy doesn't understand is how you can be using wit and humor, but depression has been displaced, brokenness has been healed, because the enemy was used to a certain kind of ministry many years ago, that if you have to be a pastor, you have to dress a certain way, look a certain way. So God said, let me raise a generation that will come with Kimi Sinifa, see me, and in the middle of that, they are going to be drowned in the endless ocean of God's love. Are you hearing? An uncommon generation that is carrying the little power of God. There was the Levitical order where you had to wear that whole cassock and the rabbinical clothes and all of that. And then God raised John in the wilderness. He said, when you went to the wilderness, who did you go for, for to see? Did you go to see a man who was dressed in priestly robes? He said, no, no, no. This guy was like rural rugged. He was not in NYSC, but now your success continues. He was eating locust and wild honey. And he was the most significant preacher in 400 years. Where in a generation where with your torn jeans, you will tear down the walls of darkness. With your color here, you will color someone's destiny. For we have these treasures on earthen vessels. That the excellency of the power is not in my doctrine or my, the size of my Bible. Are you hearing what I'm saying now? It's not based on my cultural conditioning or my hypocritical language or my ability to conform with the status quo. But the treasures, the excellency of the power is of God and not of us. The salt that I am is still salt in a plastic vessel, in a ceramic vessel, in a glass vessel. So whether it's Afro bit or not, I can use my Afro to beat the devil. Our God is raising people with your vlog, you will vlog. With your podcast, you will cast out devils. Even if they look like beings in the pod. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you're a part of that generation, say, I am here. Say, behold, I come in the volume of the books. It is written of me to do your will, O God. Now high five somebody until you see some blisters on their palms and tell them you are part of this generation. You know, Simidilis, there's a line in a song that is so powerful and so prophetic. What our fathers and mothers could only foretaste have now in our lifetime become the order of day. See, I tell you, you know, like there is a prophecy over Nigeria. Decades of prophecies. People have traveled to mountains and prayed and they've seen snakes wither on the mountain of prayer just by the power of God. People, Ibabalala would have crusades in 1940s without social media and you have thousands of people the compelling power of god pulled people from the bottles of cameroon without television or radio or social media but there was spirit media spirit me there
And so please don't let anybody convince you that just because your sound does not sound like what they're used to. I, I, I see how Gogo -Go, Go -Go was so encouraged when she heard me preach or heard message from Lord said, Peter, your voice has not always been this witty and this deep. I'm very encouraged. With your shrilly tiny voice, you will be a voice crying in the wilderness. The conditions are not accurate. You record your podcast under the duvet or a blanket. You hide yourself with your tiny microphone in your wardrobe. But what is going to come out of it is going to terrorize demonic forces what is going to come out of it or travel to the nations of the earth i feel the power of god in this place raising voices that are unconventional that break the status quo that don't fit into the norm of the routine that will shatter the labels and the limitations and teleport people into environments beyond that which you have seen we're going to see some of you in your 20s at 21 22 who will be doing massive stuff somebody shall massive And when God is going to do it, he's going to look for people that society has even cast out. This explains the reason why for many of you, you are different from your family members. Because God is not just the God of the misses. He's the God of the misfits. So when the promise had been given to Moses, Moses, God said, I'm going to give you the land actually to Abraham. And then hundreds of years. And then we find them on the precipice of the promise. And God said to Moses, you're not going to enter the land. I mean, who is most qualified to enter the land than Moses? This guy has all the pedigree. He has the ancestry. He has the lineage all sorted out. This is the kind of person that first class is going to Harvard. Come on. If it's God's will for you, may you go to Harvard. But may not be hard for you to have. Have hard. You're going to have soft. God said, Moses, you, you can't go in there because why? Your anger. You allow the anger to disqualify you. And here's the stuff. He had been coming from a lot. He had been emotionally. It's a trending sound. Now, all of that say you're not going to get there. For those who are standing, remain standing, say encourage me because I'm almost done. <laughs> so you're not going to get there. Why? Proverbs explains to us. He said, he that rules over his spirit is greater than he that conquers a city. So God was saying to Moses, because you can't rule your spirit, you actually cannot conquer the city. Are we hearing this? Everything God does, there is a is part of a part of his character that validates his doings. God doesn't repent from anything. To repent means you have to act out of character. Then when you remember you've acted out of character, you return to status quo. God never acts out of character. So every action of God is rooted in his essence. So who is this person that is going to possess the land? It's got to be Joshua. And Joshua now sends two spies. Look at somebody beside you. Say you came here as a spy. But you're staying here as a king. If they are not yet in kings, tell them you're already here. You just don't know. So I want you to know now. 
This is your family. This is your home. This is your place. This is your environment. Can't you see how destiny is leaping on the inside of your belly? Can't you see how you feel at home? How you're experiencing more joy than you have in a long time? Can't you see that there's something about this place? We want you to join us for those who are not planted. You know, I usually ask a question. Are you planted? Number two, are you growing? Number three, are you serving? Number four, will they notice if you are not there? Litmus test. So if you're not in a place where you're planted, please, we want you here. If you're in a place where you're planted but you're not growing, please go and seek the face of God and ask God, has my curriculum expired? Because God is building something in you and he can raise you in a place that is a greenhouse and then transplant you in another place. Number three, if you're, if you're not serving because there is no member of the body that should be dysfunctional every part of the body must be serving the body so after you've done honeymoon for a month or six weeks in any congregation local assembly you need to find something to do number four will they miss you if you are not there <laughs> right we wanted to join us so two spies went there why because god is going to give you a foretaste before he gives you the full package can I propose to somebody, have you noticed how much envy and jealousy the enemy is trying to stir up in this generation? And I think it was the first panel. Let's celebrate all of our panelists. Amazing discussion. I think it was the first panel where, watch this, somebody spoke about, I think it was Dami that spoke about that, how people will script a lifestyle to sell you a lie or instigate contention on social media. So they are real human beings fighting battles over a fake situation the enemy wants to turn the advertisement in your life into an opportunity for envy and jealousy what does that mean when your brother your sister your friend your cousin your flatmate your bedmate not your bedmate bedmate if you're married right gets a miracle look at your neighbor say god is just advertising possibilities tell that person god is just advertising what's possible Say, don't be envious of me. Support me. Partner with me. Help me. I will help you too. I will partner with you. So he sends two spies. I'm almost done. Watch this. And they happen upon a woman whose name was Rahab. Rahab, according to the word that is used as pone in the Greek, which is from the root word in the Hebrew, prostitute or harlot or a porn star. In other words, there is a, con a, a conclusion that there is something illicit around Rahab. Watch this now. God has a promise that he's going to fulfill. But for him to fulfill that promise, he decides not to use a prophet called Moses. But he decides to use a prostitute. The crux of this message is that you don't need to be that good for God to use you. Because God is so good that when you lack goodness, he gives it to you on credit. Oh, somebody help me right here. Because there are many people saying, I'm not good. I'm not good. Like SOB said, so they look very, very holy. I mean, they're even wearing whites. I'm, I'm not good like Mayor Thompson. I'm not, I'm not good like PLT. I'm not good like this or that person. God said, I don't need your goodness. I need your brokenness. 
I don't need it to be that good because as a matter of fact God is drawn to the brokenhearted. he's drawn to those who are desperate because those who are whole have no need of physician if you remember basic science in magnetism are like poles repel that's why the Bible says God resists the proud because the proud is like like poles with God are you saying God is proud no God is not proud but is full of himself So if you are full of yourself, God repels you. But when you are broken and say, God, I messed up. I'm in an addiction. God, I messed up. I'm still struggling with porn. God, I messed up. I've not even gathered with believers in a long time. And you fall on your face and you turn to him. Then God says, I'm going to pour grace on this. Because God receives the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. So he uses Rahab. And don't forget, Rahab sounds like she needs rehab. God's rehab is God's grace. Because rehab is from rehabilitation. Habilitation is from habi, which is from habit and habitats. So those who need rehab need to be reconnected to the original habits that conditions their health. Come on, somebody. Are you hearing this? So God says the only condition is grace. Because it's my grace that puts my G, God, in your race. And my grace will bring you back. Are you hearing this now? For you are saved not by good works, not by memory verses, not by hitting the tone ride, not by the right riffs and runs, not by the right songs and syncopation, not by the right sounds and melodies. For you are saved by grace through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, lest any man should boast. Are you hearing what I'm saying? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is life everlasting. There was a man sent from God. He was not that God, he was not that man, but he was sent as a light and as a witness. And said that Jesus he appeared who was full of grace and truth. Titus says the grace of God has appeared unto all men and this evening before we go into the final grace a spray session somebody is going to have a collision with grace. You are running away from church but you ran into God. You are run away from accountability, but you have come to a house of accountability. You are run away from everything good and everything God. But God says, I am not a line. I am not a dot. If I am a dot, when you run away from me, you will never meet me again. God says, I'm not a line. If I was a line, you would try to outrun me. God says, I'm a circle. When you run away from the ark there, you will meet me at the circumference there. I'm going to bounce you back because grace is very elastic. So God is not the God of a second chance. God does not have short temper. You know the quick vex. Say slow to anger. God is not a God of a second chance. God is a God of another chance. Then another chance. Then another chance. chance. And to think that is not even chance the rapper. So the, so the prostitute becomes the preserver. 
the prophet did not enter the promise. But the prostitute entered the promise. God is not impressed by your good works. But is also not depressed by your bad deeds. He's got a provision of redemption. A provision of redemption. I hope you know that the name Jehovah Jireh did not just come out of somebody who was desperately hungry to feed his family. Jehovah Jireh came as the first major symbolic metaphorical presentation of salvation when it was that Abraham was supposed to kill Isaac and Isaac was laying down on the altar and he said, I see the wood and I see the fire, but where is the sacrifice? And watch this. Abraham said, the Lord shall provide himself a lamb. And many of us will read it as this. That the Lord, Dr. Wise come, that the Lord will provide for himself a lamb. But what God was really doing is that God will provide himself. Come and help me somebody. Where's my keyboards? Ah, he said the Lord will become that lamb. He will provide himself. So the provision of God is himself. God is his own supply. Inexhaustible. Irrepressible. Unshakable. Indefatigable. Incomparable. Eternal in essence. Higher than heights. Deeper than depths. Broader than widths. Longer than time. Exhausting eternity. Watch this. If eternity got in the race with God, eternity will get tired. And God will keep on going because you can't outthink him, you can't outgive him, you can't outdo him, you can't outlive him. He is the source of life, he is the robust river of life that never dries up. He does not undulate with changing times and temperature. He is God eternal. And when it says, I want you, I don't know the kind of God you have met, but I want to show you the real God. Is full of love. Does God punish iniquity? Yes. Does God punish sin? Yes. But guess what? He exhausted his wrath against sin on himself on the cross. He was made sin. Who knew no sin? That we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Rehab said, I need a token. He said, bring a red thread, a scarlet thread. A rope, put it from the window and let it run down. Speaks about the blood. The connection between the deepest depths of, of Egyptian slavery and the heights of Can Canaanite bliss or the promised land bliss. The connecting point is a rope. Tiny rope. Ladies and gentlemen, as I close and I make the altar call, do you realize something? That Rahab then turns out to be the mother of Boaz. Boaz becomes the father of Obed. Obed is the father of JC. JC is the father of David. Jesus is called the son of David. So Jesus' grandmother in the flesh was a slot. But the Bible says if any man be in Christ, If any man, man or woman, be in Christ, he is a new. All things are passed away. How many things have become new? Shout aloud and let the devil shake and shiver.
How many things have become? How many things have become? All things have become new. In this moment, can we all stand or take a posture of prayer? I want to give somebody an opportunity to receive the life of Jesus. I know many times we say we give our life to Jesus, but we're placing the order, the cart before the horse. How do I mean? If you are not born again, you have no life to give. What you really do technically is receive the life of Jesus. So when do you give your life to Jesus? You give your life to Jesus in discipleship. Because now you have a life. In other words, with a divine life that he has given you, you can still go and live like a rebel. I hope you know that. Distance does not dissolve DNA. So the prodigal son was outside the father's will, but was still the father's son. So to really give your life to Jesus is to carry your cross and follow him. Because now you're saying I'm taking your life that has regenerated my life. And I'm taking my regenerated life, recruited human spirit, renewed mind, and reinvigorated body. And I'm going to serve you forever. I want us in this house. If you're already saved, let's intercede for those who are not. If you're in a place where you're like, God, I want a fresh beginning. I want a fresh start with you. Wherever you are. You can place your hand on your chest. Somebody around us, one of our counselors, outreach personnel, will reach out to you in the privacy of this moment. As many of us who can afford to, you can close your eyes. If you concentrate better that way, you can close your eyes. If you concentrate better with your eyes open, please keep your eyes open. The reason we close our eyes is not because we see God better, it's because we see distractions less. So you can actually see God with open eyes, right? Not as visibility, but the acquiescence of his presence. And if you're here, you are not feed out, look out for people. Just place your hand on your chest. You just want somebody to start with it, to walk with you. Right where you are, you can, you've heard his voice. You have heard his voice. You have seen his face. You have seen his grace. He's all around, he's all around, he's all around. For those who are saved and just want fresh ignition, cry to the Lord right now. Say, Lord, I receive fresh fire. To run, to run, and not turn back. See your grace. If there is somebody that you came with, you invited, who's not saved, who has not received the life of Jesus, please walk up to them and, and hold hands with them and ask them to place their hands on their chest so they can receive us. This is what we're here for, not just to have a great time, but to extend the Father's love to a generation in need. We've seen your grace. We'll see your face. You're all around, all around. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm still waiting. I, I know there's still two, three, four, five people. We're prayed for you. We're prayed for you. Just place your hand on your chest wherever you are. All around. You're all around us. 
Sing your face, sing your grace. You're all around. Father, we thank you for the souls. Everybody, let's say it with them. I can see one hand there. Come on, leaders. I can see one hand there. You're all around us. All around us. All around us. Everyone, let's say this together. Oh, God. Everybody, let's say it together. Oh, God. I thank you for your love for me. I thank you for the manifestation of that love. Through your son, Jesus Christ. I acknowledge that in my humanity, I am fallen. I am fallen. Can I hear every voice? I am fallen. The works of the flesh disqualify me from your grace and your goodness. But I thank you for the death of Jesus Christ. The burial of Jesus Christ. The resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the ascension of Jesus Christ unto glory. I place my faith in Jesus. I place my faith in the finished work. I acknowledge Jesus as the Son of God and the Savior of my life. I acknowledge Jesus as my Redeemer and my Restorer. I acknowledge Jesus today. I receive the life of God. Receive the freshness of the Spirit of God. I will live for you for the rest of my days. For the rest of my days. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Can we put those hands together and celebrate God? The generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.